0: Hi there and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us today and being a proactive parent and getting the resources that you need to help recover your child from their symptoms of autism. And we're here to offer you natural resources uh, and support. And I know there, there's a lot going on in the world right now, and I just want to briefly address, you know, we've, we've been locked in, sheltered in in the COVID-19 issue for several months now, and, and that's been very trying. And I've done several episodes that have hopefully been helpful for you with things that you can do with your child at home, with some sensory uh, help as well, and then also knowing to get outside, go in your backyard, get into the earth, do some gardening, do anything that helps give you and your family peace and now as they're starting to lighten up and and open up these the phases for some of the shelter at home we have new unrest happening and and we're here together and I, I just want to address that we are a, a community of people who who are coming together for a purpose and in despite any differences or or uh, racial or religious issues that may be going on we we know who we are and and i want to encourage everyone to you know when you feel that stress coming on to take a really deep breath and count to 10 let it out and then you'll you'll notice how much it helps dissipate it actually does affect the central nervous system and it helps to calm you and so you are then more taking action than reaction and they're very very different things so I just want to give you that one tool i've also done a series here recently and this today's show will be part of that on what i'm calling sort of the brain support episodes and so we've covered things on Uh, how why the brain behaves the way it does uh, neurotransmitters brain messengers and what those are and then some natural supplementation pieces you can do for that and today we're going to be talking about neuroquant brain imaging that will also help you understand a bit about why you or your child may be behaving the way that they are because there are certain parts of the brain that can um, be reduced we'll say in volume and we'll talk about that today and be affected by some of the co-infections of autism like mold biotoxins and lyme's disease and inflammation in general and so today we're giving a uh, a show to be able to give you some another resource yet on uh, how to help you understand a little bit more of what might be physically actually happening in the brain and so then how you know how to help to treat that and of course nutrition is Immense, and in today's show notes, which will be at naturally recovering autism.com forward slash eighty three, um, I offer a, a free seven foods guide to the top foods to avoid to help reduce your child's symptoms of autism. And uh, today we also have Dr. Jody Deshore with us, who is a specialist in these uh, co infections, but also in uh, in neuroquant has used use neuroquant as well um, because it's very very much used with people who have the mold biotoxin an issue and i have linked to past episodes that we have done on this uh in today's show notes for you as well so you can get further information on that if you haven't been tuning in or you uh, need need to be reminded of those they will be linked to in today's show notes and i'll give you a little background on dr Deshore just to make sure um that you have a you know knowledge of her if you haven't um she has been with us before many times which i'm grateful for and um Dr. Deshore is an internationally recognized practitioner and researcher and pioneering clinical herbalist. And Dr. Deshore has a PhD in integrative medicine, is board certified in integrative pediatrics, board certified as a holistic health practitioner, and board certified as a doctor of occupational therapy in neurology. She holds a postdoctoral specialization in neurosensory integration, and she's a member of ILADS and Lyme literate practitioner a Lyme literate practitioner for over a decade is also a shoemaker CIRS which stands for chronic inflammatory response syndrome and biotoxin illness certified practitioner and this is what I was talking about with the mold uh, biotoxin issue which we'll we'll talk a little bit about today again Dr. Deshore specializes in all natural plant-based and individual genetic-based customized treatment options for autism, Lyme disease, and mold biotoxin, and is the founder and director of BioNexus Health Clinic in Marlborough, New Jersey. And Dr. Deshore, thank you so much for being here with us today. I appreciate your your time and your your experience.
1: Absolutely, Karen. It's, it's uh Pleasure, as usual, to be here, and I must say that I uh, loved how you started the show and, um, you know, the, the beautiful words that you said, and um, I echo your sentiment wholeheartedly.
0: Thank you. Yeah, it's important that we acknowledge it and that we all know that we have control over ourselves and how we behave and and that, that there are tools that we can also use um, because it can be very stressful and and so that it, I find that very, very important to, you know, everybody needs tools to use and look at solutions because when people feel fear, they all often um, go down the wrong road. And so, yeah, there, there are always solutions somewhere. And today, uh, let's talk about uh, the neuroquant because I think it's so important, again, as there are so many behaviors that we're seeing today in the world. With a child with autism, we wonder often as a parent, okay, well, what might make my child be behaving the way that they are? What What is it that is, you know, is going on? They can't, maybe they can't focus or their speech is disrupted, mm-hmm. uh, things like that. Mm-hmm. So um, why don't we just briefly talk about what neuroquant is, uh, just to give um just a moment there, um, we're going to have a quick break in a moment, but we can maybe kind of just start to to just give a little background, and then we'll come back and we'll we'll really get into it. Uh, so can you just okay. give us a, a a simple brief synopsis, synopsis just to begin with?
1: Yes, we should begin at the beginning. Now, uh, exposure to a complex mixture of inflammagens like mold and other toxins. Um, So, inflammagens and uh, toxigenic microbes growing in water damage building can lead to what we now know as chronic inflammatory response syndrome, or SIRS. Many SIRS patients typically exhibit a large neurological component of illness that includes structural, like real structural changes in the brain several areas in the brain, they atrophy, meaning they shrink, and one or two areas, they uh, get swollen or they have edema, and we will get a little bit more into that because it's important to understand how this all starts, right? It uh, It starts with mold exposure or other biotoxin exposure. Uh, mold is just one biotoxin it is the most predominant biotoxin but in a water damaged area in a water damaged building there are many other uh, many other microbes and bacteria that exist that contribute to this whole big picture of biotoxin illness and I'm glad you're linking to previous episodes because I have spoken in the previous episodes About the genetic predisposition that exists in approximately 20%, 25% of the population. And we can get more into that a little bit.
0: Great. We're going to take a really short break right here. And when we come back, we'll dive into the neuroquant and, um, and some of these inflammatory properties and how you can help your child and, um, and what this can provide for you as far as benefits. So stay with us. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. We will be right back.
2: Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop, empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it.
0: Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and I want to thank you so much for being here with us today. We have Dr. Jody Deshore with us as well, and we're talking about NeuroQuant as brain imaging. And before the break, we were talking a little bit about some of the exposures and inflammagens. And it is important to know um, with stressors, whether they're internal stressors uh, from infl- inflammation or uh, or external inf- uh, exposure, such as mold, et cetera, they can trigger other things in the body. And one of the issues that our kids also have a lot of problems with is PANS. Now we've talked about PANS or PANDAS, which is a streptococcal infection that uh, will it's also create sort of an autoimmune issue where the immune system will then attack the brain. And so these, these pathogens can become real big triggers for what is affecting the brain and causing some of the the symptoms we see in our kids the behaviors and literal changes that are happening in the brain due to uh, to these infections and this inflammation and that's where the neuroquant can come in really handy Uh, so Dr. Deshore maybe you could give us more background on some of these triggers um, before we start in with um, specifics on on the brain Yes,
1: of course, yes. Now research has shown us, especially Dr. McMahon's work, shows us that uh, biotoxin illness, mold exposure, is a huge trigger for pan. Pandas is more related to strep exclusively, and in most of my patient population, and I think yours as well, you know it's not just strep, it's often a, uh, a number of other microbial. Uh, insults or infections that are occurring in the body that are affecting the brain, different areas in the brain, and that's why the, the name PANS came about to be, you know, so PANS will be multiple triggers, and PANDAS is exclusively related to strep. Uh, what happens um, before the break, I mentioned the 25%, approximately 25% of the uh, population are uh, considered to be genetically susceptible individuals. You know, there is the HLA testing, which we've spoken about before. Uh, they are genetically susceptible to mold biotoxin illness. Biotoxins are pretty small compounds that can be in a uh, water damaged building, and biological toxins can also be from a tick bite or other insect bites that cause Lyme disease and co-infection. They move from cell to cell, and they disrupt function. They can be water-soluble as well as fat-soluble, lipid-soluble. So this way, because of that, their dispersion in the body is wide. So it is known as a multi-system and a multi-symptom illness. Um, So when you have exposure to biotoxins and you are genetically susceptible, instead of a proper antibody-correct immune response, the immune system may become hypersensitive to mold, to chemicals. It leads to an overactive immune system. And an overactive immune system, as we know, there's plenty of research for pants and PANDAS-type scenario. Now, NeuroQuant will also show us that the basal ganglia areas, the nuclei, that are affected, that research, you know, uh, Su- uh, Susan Swedo, Dr. Swedo's research, um, and there are other physicians that have researched into PANS and PANDAS, talk about the basal ganglia connection, as well as here, today we will find out the actual atrophy or brain damage that is caused uh, with biotoxin exposure that can also be in the same areas that... Uh, strep-related pandas and multiple microbial infection-related pans affects the brain in. So uh, with biotoxin illness, there is this chaotic, ineffective, inflammatory response that creates dysfunction not just in many bodily organs, but also the brain. The other thing to be uh, mindful of and to make sure that your practitioner always tests for is the nasal swab for marcon. That is the multiple antibiotic resistant coagulase negative staph bacteria which colonize the sinus cavities of uh, people that are exposed to a wet environment or a water damage environment. Uh, The reason being that uh, the marcon secrete two exotoxins, A and B, which damage a critical hormone MSH in the brain. And the levels of MSH are reduced, and that causes uh, brain inflammation, brain damage, as well as uh, the leaky gut connection. So it's almost like, you know, people talk about the gut-brain connection. Here with biotoxin illness, with markons present, it's the brain-gut connection. That that is the important aspect that that needs to be looked at, along with, we will also be speaking about the neurological symptoms um, that are associated with each of the nuclei in the brain that are damaged.
0: And I have um, linked to a couple things I've done on some past episodes and show notes, and I'll I'll do that in today's show notes again at that will be at autism.com forward slash eighty three, so you can understand too. And I've written about this extensively in my book. Different parts of the brain, and I think as a parent of a child with autism, it is important to know certain parts of the brain and what they control because if you know that um the basal ganglia you know how how it can be affected by pans or pediatric autoimmune neuropsychiatric disorder it's an acronym and uh, know that certain parts of the brain you know we've talked about prefrontal cortex being the executive functioner of the of the brain and making decisions and 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 helping us uh, our reward centers and calming and there's so many parts of it and then parents are worried about speech and the part of the brain, the amygdala, having social and language mm-hmm. issues. So we definitely, um you know, by understanding more about the brain and just learning more about it, you do have a greater understanding. So I think that's that's important. And I, I, I appreciate that you're you're talking about that, Dr. Deshore, because I, I really do my best and i think we we all want to do our best to help educate parents because you know you have a child with autism you don't realize that you have to somehow become your own yeah. personal doctor so um it's the more you know the better yeah i absolutely. would agree with
1: that you know with um, with all of these the um the, uh, the inflammogens that we are exposed to the substances can compromise the blood-brain barrier. And the toxins gain access to the brain parenchyma. Then there is inflammation, swelling, uh, microscopic interstitial edema, nucleus damage, and and we'll we'll get more into that.
0: Right. Okay, we're going to take a short break right here. Uh, We have a lot to get into. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Please stay with us. We will be right back. Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host Karen Thomas, and today we have Dr. Jody Deshore with us, and we're talking about neuroquant brain imaging. And we've talked about some of the triggers and the pathogens and how the brain becomes affected uh, by these um, by these toxins, pathogens, and infections in the child or our bodies and now i want to talk get into what is neuroquant and, and i know when a parent might hear brain imaging i want you to know too this is this is optional again for more information if you choose to to look at that i also say too if you if you do a lot of biological healing of your child's, you know gut uh, reducing the clearing the toxins and clearing the to- co-infections then the good news is that a lot of these things can change in the brain the brain can and does heal and uh, and then these things can become better and better and better over time and it, it is, a, is a timely process it, it's uh, i would say autism recovery is more of a, a marathon it's not a sprint But um, this is optional, uh, whether you want to do it now or later, uh, because again, once you do a lot of the healing work, things will improve. But we wanted to give you this as an option. And neuroquant brain, brain imaging is a fairly simple thing to do. And so, Dr. Deshore, maybe you can address, you know, what, what is NeuroQuant and then how it's done? Because I know it's hard to think of a child, especially if, if they're fairly severe with, with autism, might not be able to get this done. And so um, how, what exactly do they, do they do as well as what is NeuroQuant?
1: Okay, yes, of course. The, um, I, I mentioned the HLA uh, genetic predisposition to biotoxins. Now, that. Overall, and then you're exposed to a water-damaged building, that leads to an altered immune response. Both parts, your innate immunity and adaptive immunity, there is an altered response. There is hypoperfusion at multiple sites. Hypoperfusion meaning reduced blood flow. Multiple sites, that of course includes the brain, and that, that there is also multiple, the key word here is multiple, multiple organs, multiple nuclei, neurons in the brain. So there's multiple hypothalamus, pituitary, end organ dysregulations. meaning multiple hormones can be dysregulated because of the brain being involved. And you can have manifestations of those dysregulations as your autistic behaviors, your PANS, PANDAS behaviors that are seen in our children. Um, The most prominent changes, you know, um, Dr. Shoemaker's team has uh, one fantastic test, which is the genie. And uh, that is a transcriptomic sequencing of the uh, RNA found in mitochondria. In DNA, RNA, we all have those, every cell has that. The most prominent changes in gene regulation were found in the ribosomal and mitochondrial activity. And as we know, neurons have a very high level or high requirement of mitochondrial activity, mitochondrial energy generation. Um, Now, the role of microbial toxins, right, from uh, comorbid infections, from mycotoxins, they end up uh, destroying, cleaving or modifying the ribosomal RNA inside the mitochondria, which finally makes the ribosome ineffectual. Now, if that is ineffectual, the entire energy generation mechanism inside the mitochondria is disrupted. That is where you see hypometabolism, which means that, you know, there is reduced activity. What happens when there is reduced energy, reduced activity, there's reduced growth? There is less Connections happening in the brain. There is less learning happening in the brain. So this is where, uh, you know, many parents choose. They think, oh, you know what? Uh, We have a neurologist who might be able to uh, prescribe a brain MRI. We have a child. um, You know, if, if if we give the child maybe chamomile tea or something mild, something natural, we will be able to calm him down. Like maybe hemp oil. Uh, and he should be able to sit through a 20-25 minute brain MRI, you know, if you put some CD on uh, for his ears to protect him. So there are various scenarios where it is possible, Karen. Like for my son, it was possible for us to do brain MRI. You know, we had his his uh, left leg was uh, more or less paralyzed, dragging behind him. He was in a wheelchair. So we had to do a lot of imaging and scanning to see what's going on. Is it a tumor? Like what on earth? So unfortunately he got used to that and we were able to do that. So neuroquant, it is, uh, it's just a brain MRI with additional uh, seven to 10 minutes of uh, processing uh, that, that is required of the images, right? Uh, the brain MRI neuroquant does not require any contrast uh, it is a specialized volumetric study they are uh They are performed by the radiologist or their radiology suites using uh, neuroquant or nq software which is manufactured by uh by cortex labs now uh since two thousand and six is when f d a cleared cortex software protocols for use and um You know it really doesn't matter if your uh, brain imaging facility uses the uh, magnetic coil size if it's 1.5 tesla or 3.0 tesla that is uh, that's all right as long as they have a contract with cortex labs that they can run the brain mri enhanced imaging with neuroquant okay so um, you would go in as if it was a regular MRI, make sure that, that your technician is aware that it is a, uh, it's a brain MRI neuroquant, so they have the software up and ready and running in the cloud. Once the 15, 20 minutes of regular brain MRI is done, all of those images are uploaded into the cloud Additional images uh, can be taken, and then the cloud will analyze those images. It's a, a far more number of images than a regular brain MRI. And once the cloud analyzes those images, you get um, the entire report on a CD. Now, keep in mind the the CD burning for uh, for a brain MRI neuroquant takes three or four times as much time, like it would take... You know, it might take 15 to 20 minutes uh, additional than burning a regular X-ray CD, so to speak, you know, um, at, at the facility to give you all of the information that was generated on the brain MRI neuroquant. And then what kind of information is generated? I'll probably go into that in the in the next segment
0: okay yeah this is really information uh, interesting um we're going to take a very short break right here and when we come back we will uh we'll dive back into this you're listening to naturally recovering autism stay with us we'll be right back hi there and welcome back to naturally recovering autism i'm your host karen thomas and today we're talking with dr jody Deshore about neuroquant brain imaging and uh before the break, we were talking about uh, some of the the process of it. And so Dr. Deshore, I wanted to clarify. So it's about 15 to 20 minutes for the MRI itself, and then you wait afterward for the processing. Can you just I'm just curious about the, the timeline. Um, can you just clarify that? How, how long it takes for the actual MRI itself and then you're waiting afterwards for the cloud to process things?
1: Uh, No, that's not. Uh, Sorry. What I meant to say was uh, a regular brain MRI takes 15 to 20 minutes. And then when you're going in for a brain MRI neuroquant, that will take an additional 7 to 10 minutes. Additional. Uh, I see. Because, right, the the data has to be uploaded live, it cannot be done uh, post. So okay. y- you, you need the patient hooked up to the brain MRI and the data has to be uploaded into the cloud live. It's not done. And- so it's not like you go in 15 minutes, brain MRI is done. You go in the waiting room, then the tech will upload it to the cloud. That's not how that would work. It has to be done uh, while the patient is still hooked up to the, to the brain MRI machine.
0: Okay, and then the software is the actual piece that's in the cloud that is processing. And then there are specific practitioners that are are educated. How do you How do you get this read once you have your image? Where who reads it for you?
1: Your mold literate practitioner who is officially shoemaker certified should be able to read it uh, for you. Um, that is the, obviously right. You you need somebody who is uh, Shoemaker certified to be able to interpret Dr. Shoemaker's research for you. So that is the uh, the caveat, which uh, you know because uh, keep in mind the the normal report that you get. so now you you go for the brain MRI and and you come out and then you know you uh, they'll uh, burn the CD for you. Hold on to the CD. You need a laptop um, with either a USB attachment to be able to read what's in the CD or a laptop you know that still reads CDs those are kind of uh, old models but um, so that's important now when you get the report from the radiologist that is going to be a reading for just the regular brain MRI so don't expect to see fireworks in that report at the most you know you might see some white matter lesions uh, you know, if if, if um, depending on how advanced your your brain damage is, uh, and then you might see some um, uh, low blood volume or you know hypoperfusion might be seen. So those couple things you might see, or you might see no completely normal brain MRI. Yes, because they are looking at at the the gross picture of the brain. They're not looking internally at every nucleus and measuring the microscopic volumetric changes, which is why you got the CD. The CD contains the reports. There are uh, There's gonna be images, thousands of images in there, at least 1,500, not, not a few thousand. And you will have three pages of graphs and data. That is called as uh, morph- uh, morphometry, results right so the uh, morphological data of the brain is in these three pages and it says neuroquant multi-structure atrophy report okay so these three three pages of reports need to be printed out by the patient and taken to your or scanned and sent in, you know I, I i have my people um, uh, my patient population will scan them and send them to me and i will score them of course you know there is uh, a certain rubric that has to be used that trained uh, practitioners um, have and we have to look at the damage and we have to score and see what's going on uh, this Brain MRI neuroquant can also once and for all help us look at, is it Lyme issue is predominant, tick-borne infection issue is predominant with the brain issues, or is it the mold that is uh, the predominant issue with brain damage? So, so it, you're actually, it gives us a score.
0: You're actually able to tell in the neuroquant brain imaging if it's more if lime is causing more of the problems or mold is causing more of the problems, you can actually tell that difference. That's interesting. Okay. Yes, Mm -hmm. Yes, you can.
1: Yeah. So that is, uh, um, that's how that works overall. So I think that gives a little bit more, um, more of a clarity to what's, uh, you know, what to expect from NeuroQuant. Now, um, many, many, uh, many thousands of brain MRIs have been analyzed for brain MRI neuroquants have been analyzed for research, and uh, the results have emerged. And, and you know that's how shoemaker certified practitioners are trained. So what is seen is decreased volume of caudate nucleus, the ventricles, as well as the ventricles, and there is increase in the volume of the forebrain. Uh, specifically the forebrain parenchyma, the amygdala, you mentioned the amygdala before, the uh, cortical gray matter, as well as the pallidum. So overall, you know, there is a pretty heavy-duty decreased executive function, along with uh, social and cognition issues coming up. Uh, Additionally, what's great is that the biotoxin illness pattern is very different from say you know and any other uh, neurological disease for which they use brain mri neuroquant like alzheimer's or um well it's it could be similar to alzheimer's but i'll, I'll talk about that later but it is uh, huntington's chorea parkinson's chronic pain syndromes fibromyalgia rheumatoid arthritis uh it's different also if there has been no mold exposure for sure Then, you know, uh, neuroborreliosis or neurological line has its own pattern of brain damage, and biotoxin illness pattern is different from the brain damage pattern of neuroborreliosis or neurological line. So it is, uh, you know, a precise test. There is lots of numbers and measurements involved. There is data. Uh, and when you have data, when you have something that can be measured, and when you have something that can be quantified, then you can easily monitor the improvements and the changes
0: and i think it's important too to know that um that again the brain in canada heal, and you can work with these things naturally mm-hmm. and that uh knowing that Lyme or mold are your general issues or your or your your targeted infections that are really affecting your child's brain that's where i, I see a lot of the people as you do doctors short of the people we work with who will say um you know i've i've worked on diet and i've i've done some detoxification my child's just not getting better or they're plateauing and it's usually because of these co-infections I, I see that so so often so um, yeah it's very important for parents to know that we're going to take a very short break right here you're listening to naturally recovering autism stay with us we will be right back hi there and welcome back to naturally Hello. recovering autism today we are talking with Dr. Jody DeShore about neuroquant brain imaging and uh, we were talking about some mm-hmm. of the the neurological um, the things that affect the neuro, n- neurological brain components, lime, mold, et cetera. But uh, Dr. Shore, I know you have a study. I also wanted to, we were talking about how the brain can and does heal and what you can do. So you've got a study that you can refer to and I'll link to it uh, if, if you have that for me in the show notes, as well as, as Dr. Shoemaker's site, everything will be linked to the show notes at naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash 83. So everybody knows that. Uh, and I'll add anything that's not there yet uh, to the page soon. Um, but I uh, just wanted to to ask you for that study and the some of the showing how some of the treatment, what improvements it, it created. Can you share some of that with us?
1: Uh, yes, yes, absolutely. There are, uh, the link will just be Dr. Shoemaker's website, survivingmold.com, okay. and you can uh, just type in the search bar, neuroquant, and you will see all of the neuroquant studies that have been done. And, you know, Dr. Shoemaker is renowned for rigor in his uh, studies and, and, you know, validity and statistics. So what has been seen overall is that fully treated patients, fully treated meaning the 11, uh, between 11 and 13 step uh, protocols, which has to be done for biotoxin illness, of course, you know, sorry, one sec. <clears throat> Sorry.'ve I've, um, I've been on patient calls all morning, so anyways, um, Yes, so fully treated patients demonstrate significant improvements, right in, in all areas of damage. And again, the damage, you know, just to revisit, it can be uh, the areas that I looked at is forebrain parenchyma, cortical gray lateral ventricle, the hippocampus, the amygdala, the caudate nucleus, the putamen, the globus pallidum, or or just known as, you know, the pallidum, thalamus, and cerebellum. And this is bilateral. We are speaking about bilateral damage, not just one side of the brain. Of course, you know, it can be, um, it can be uh, imbalance damage meaning you know it could be more on one side less on one side but the damage is usually bilateral uh, unfortunately one area the caudate nucleus did not show a, a lot of improvement but the the other areas that are damaged did show significant improvement now just briefly <clears throat> to go into a uh, few of these areas right what what do these areas do and um, Uh, you know, uh, most of the parents listening will be able to relate that amygdala is used, is known for emotional and social processing. So that, that would involve, you know, emotional response says it all, the emotional uh, behaviors we see in kids on the spectrum. And social processing would be, you know, social cognition, how to approach others, how to, play alongside another child, how to understand, you know, t- uh, taking turns, understanding uh, what's appropriate to say, what's not appropriate, what is appropriate behavior. You can go and start pushing or speaking loudly. So this, this is all emotional and social, um, social uh, processing. It stores memories from personal experience and events that are social. So it is important with emotional responses, with attention, um, as well as it, it gives you mnemonic clues when you're interacting with, uh, with people or you know other kids. So that is your amygdala. The forebrain has the higher intellectual functions like speech and abstract thought. It also controls pain, hunger, thirst, blood pressure, body temperature, uh, what else? Visceral functions. Uh, then we move on to the globus pallidus. This, importantly, regulates the voluntary movement. That is the uh, main focus, so when there are kids that have motor tics, you know, eye blinking, uh, facial grimacing, uh, that's that's where it it would be interesting to see if they have biotoxin illness-related damage in that area. Um, Now, the limbic system and the caudate nucleus those are the other important areas to look at you know there's aggression fear memory processing um, hormonal regulation pain sleep stress response your HPA axis so you can see how important this is so um, when you look at everything that i just said it becomes pretty obvious how SIRS or biotoxin illness and PANS there's that connection Right with the emotions, with the amygdala, with the basal ganglia, with the motor neurons and the motor movements, um, which are seen in TAN's kids. Um, important thing is from from the pituitary hormone effects, which are also seen, is uh, thirst, frequent urination, low blood volume. Um, what is known as dysautonomia or neurally mediated uh, low blood pressure, hypotension, uh, electric shocks from static electricity, especially when you touch uh, when you touch a doorknob. There is a sex hormone production is often downregulated you know, estrogen, uh, testosterone, depending on gender. If it's um, you know girl or boy, uh, then there is adrenal issues. Uh, There there could be upregulation of adrenals, then there is, it slowly goes down to adrenal fatigue. So uh, the pituitary suppression overall, the brain becomes too sick from mold toxins to properly stimulate the brain's primary hormone factory, the pituitary gland. So that is where, you know, we see many of our children exhibiting issues of hormonal deficiencies, thyroid, adrenals. Um, I have several teenage boys that have really low, uh, low testosterone and pretty high estrogen because, because of this entire uh, biotoxin illness process that upregulates the, uh, the estrogen. Then I have, you know, uh, girls who are teenagers going into puberty and they, they have like permanent PMS because there is such an upregulation of estrogen and they're already producing estrogen. So uh, they, they go into estrogen dominance. Uh, so there is important aspect to be looked at with brain MRI neuroquant, you know, um, because it leads us to hormone and neurotransmitters and the immune system issues, so we are looking at, what is it called, neuro-endo-immune connection, which is very important with children on the spectrum, especially those with comorbid issues. Pans, pandas, kids have issues with dopamine. Those, uh, dopamine is connected to the basal ganglia. Basal ganglia, again, we've seen it's affected by mold biotoxin illness, as well as Uh, strep and other microbes that constitute pants so it's very complex i always say you need a practitioner that understands the full 360. you know you 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 can do patchwork oh i'm going to do stem cells Uh uh-oh i'm going to do uh, methylation i'm just going to kill all these infections you know i'm in a group online which is giving me information about herbs to use for lyme i'm just going to follow that that doesn't make any sense you have to be so careful because there is actual brain damage that we are trying to mitigate. And this is over 3,000 brain MRI neuroquants that have been analyzed by the uh, uh, physicians and scientists of the surviving mold team.
0: Yeah, I can't agree more about the um, the full 360. Uh, that's where, you know, again, with all of the issues, you've got to work with the gut healing because the gut controls the brain and the immune system. You've got to do natural and safe and and valid uh, detoxification especially of the heavy metals and get them out of the cells as well you've got to work with the co-infections and there's mold lime strep which is the pans and pandas and then mycotoxins and then 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 you're also i would say once you really have gotten a lot of the inflammation out of the body and the brain and the toxins out of the way then they are literally more out of the way, and you can really start. You know, now you know. Okay, this is now you're starting to see more of who your child really is because they're able to come out because they they couldn't function as well prior because these things were all in the way. And now this is where additional maybe brain support and repair uh, therapies are um, are more effective because. Th- Otherwise, you're working against all of this inflammation and these toxins. And, and like you said, you can't just one off a supplement or as like, so people will ask me, so what do you use for this? And they, they, they think one thing's going to gonna do it. And it's not. It's a process yeah, exactly. and, it, and it can take years. We need to take a short break right here. You're listening to Naturally Recovering Autism. Stay with us. We will be right back.
2: Have you ever wondered why some children recover from their symptoms of autism while others never seem to get any better? Register now for this free webinar to help you know what you can do to help your child to sleep better, be more calm, improve focus, and reach their fullest potential to live a happy, healthy life. Go to naturallyrecoveringautism.com forward slash free workshop, empowering parents with the resources to naturally recover autism from a mom who's done it.
0: Hi there, and welcome back to Naturally Recovering Autism. I'm your host, Karen Thomas, and today we're talking with Dr. Jody DeShore on NeuroQuant brain imaging. And I know this has been an action-packed episode with a lot of information. I will link to uh, the, the pieces that we've discussed in the show notes at autism.com forward slash 83, just the numbers 83. And um, in this last little bit of time we have left here, Dr. Deshore, why don't we talk about um, some of the, the, the treatment options that are available, the natural treatment options that are available for people um, so that they know uh, some of the things that can be done
1: yes of course now one important thing to remember is again you know find a knowledgeable practitioner because we are looking at inside a cell this is you know cell respiration mitochondrial it's proteomics transcriptomics gray matter in the brain atrophy we are looking at you know a ribos- ribosomal toxins inside the mitochondria we're looking at you know trying to ignite the the mitochondria, this is uh, far beyond the uh, research that has been done into the mitochondrial dysfunction of kids on the spectrum. Um, So it is important you you have someone who understands the complexity, because we are looking at uh, gene activation sequences, right? It is not, you know, your nutritional coach may or may not be able to guide you through the complexities of something like this. Another important key to remember is I mentioned more cons and uh, children on the spectrum are often treated with antifungals. With the antifungals, especially the azole antifungals, flucanazole, the, re- uh, the research shows that uh, flucanazole resistance, azole res- uh, resistance, and microbial transfer of resistance leads to far greater damage than without the uh, the antifungals so just be careful with fluconazole if it was my child i would say no then uh, you know with with marcon because uh, there is exchange of information and the marcons gets they produce stronger toxins and so on and so forth that's a whole other show but but just caution about uh, fluconazole vip spray vasoactive intestinal peptide spray is available um, through practitioners and that has been research shows that has been a fantastic treatment for helping to reverse the brain damage. And as well as there are several herbal treatments, we know that BioNexus Herbs uh, has you know several formulas like NS1, NS2, which is neurological for formula one and two. There are many herbs that cross the blood-brain barrier uh, there are many herbs that after having crossed the blood-brain barrier they produce neuronal growth factors and they are very helpful with treatment and recovery i have you know uh, patients on the spectrum just spoke to one this morning with fantastic language development uh, with you know social cognition so you know you don't have to go in for another brain mri neuro you know that the damage is being repaired because it's obvious, you know, the the mom and dad see it.
0: And this is there's there's so much here we could talk about, and and we can you know even do something in a future episode. Um, we've talked a lot about these though in the past, and I will link to them in the show notes. And there are things like um, on the episodes we've done on mold and lime and strep and pan and pandas. And um, and all of this, so so some of these these aspects that that we've talked about with with uh, some of these proprietary herbal formulas and things that um, people use in my membership and with Dr. Deshore, but you you need guidance with them. They're not randomly available outside. So just so you're aware of that, I'll link to things for myself and Dr. Deshore on the show notes page as well. NaturallyRecoveringAutism.com forward slash eighty three. We were out of time today. Thank you so much for being here. Appreciate it. Have a great week, and we will see See you next time.